When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. to open the voice gate it's john here and first of all i'm going to dedicate the this episode to whoever is in charge of skype and i'd like you to know that i'm coming i'm going to come to your house we we have milo and i have a burned down house hit list um you know obviously it starts with shima but then the fucking president of skype whoever the fuck that is you're next y'all do know that skype's (laughs) owned by microsoft right good bill gates we're coming for you. I trusted you, Bill. Bill Gates isn't a part of Microsoft anymore. Anyways. 
But yeah, we had a lot of issues getting this fucking shit set up. I did not need that. Very tired. I just did a three-hour omakase thing yesterday that Mike was on. Grumpy. Uh, I fell asleep on the fucking bus home. That's how fucking tired I am. But damn it, I'm pulling through here because I'm like I'm like Ric Flair doing all these one-hour draws with Barry Windham. Going around the loop. I got to get through another awards episode. So here I am. Open the voice gate. You're interviewing awards and New Year's resolutions. It's sort of fun. How are you guys? Hopefully better than I am. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm turtle. How's Japan? Cold. It's cold. Like really tip? fucking cold. Oh wow. But yeah, I'd, I'd ask you what temperature, but you would just give me fucking Celsius, which means nothing to me. So yeah, which is the only correct temperature I, unit. I mean, it definitely is correct, but I won't. I just won't know what it means. Mm. <laughs> yeah, to, to no, be. No, no, so I, to be fair, I like Celsius because at zero, it, everything freezes, and after that, everything is just fucking cold. Like, it makes sense to me. I don't know what it means, but it makes sense on a theoretical level. Yeah. But anyway, um, so how you been, Mike? I just talked to you yesterday. Why am I asking you how you've been? Uh, how's, your, how's your last 24 hours been? You know, <laughs> uh, I've been kind of busy. One of my best friends had a birthday today, so I met up with him for a quick happy hour. Which was nice. I actually had a weird bourbon martini that was. Wait, well, you coming to us? Do we have drunk Mike Spears on the podcast? Oh no, I I I, I am by. Uh, prof- I'm a professional. I had one cocktail mm. at like five o'clock, so like. Okay. I want to make sure you don't have drunk, drunk Spears here. No, 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 no. That's only for Joey Janela Spring Break. That's that's okay. the rule for that. Of which I think I've already promised Rich and Joe that I'll be giving a live drunken report from. So, all right. Wait for that in April. Oh, you're you're going you're going to Mania again? Yeah, uh, I'm. I see. You're you're going to the other thing. I'm going to I'm going to LA. I'm gonna I'll probably see your brother. And yeah. I'm, you know, you, but you'll, you'll probably see my brother and his partner because we brought her to her first ever wrestling show and she enjoyed it over the first new New Japan cool. shows. So she might be there too. Yeah, I'm gonna see your. I'm gonna go to. I booked my flights today. That was very exciting. Or yesterday, I booked. My flights to I booked two different flights to L.A. basically because yesterday I booked my flights for uh, for the New Japan show at the end of March. And then today I booked my flights for the Anime Expo in July. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, very exciting. The, the, the flights for March went up a little bit. Yeah. But I had to pay like 400 for that. And I, I, I mostly I could have got a little cheaper, but like I really want to take Virgin on the way home. But, you know, insert your jokes here. But I really wanted to take Virgin America because I like I, I took that airline to you know out of LA a couple of years ago and it's just such a cool airline and it's gonna go away soon because they merged with Alaska so I'm gonna miss them and their weird mood lighting and all the other bullshit but and then I took JetBlue on the way there I took but I, the other ways were too is because I wanted to fly into Long Beach because I you know it's very close to the venue and the hotel I'm staying at which is very close to the venue as well. But I want to fly out of LAX because I'm going to be in LA on Monday nights. I go see the Kings play the Shooty Puck. Uh, I haven't really watched uh, Calgary. Okay. I haven't I haven't watched hockey all year long. But I'm like, you know, how many how many times are they going to be in fucking LA? I might as well go watch them. They just happen to be playing the day after at home the day after the New Japan show. So, um, but yeah. And then uh, on the other one, I just did JetBlue both ways. But JetBlue's good. If you want the airline power rankings, like domestic U.S. carriers, really can't go wrong with JetBlue. 
really can't go wrong with Virgin while it's still around. I've never taken like Alaska or any of them, but like all the other ones suck. Like United fucking sucks. Delta United fucking sucks. Delta's not bad. Oh, I hate Delta. The, the only, I took them a couple times. They were shit. They, when did you take them? Because over the last few years, all I've been flying is Delta because I'm so close to Atlanta. It's just easier for me to get to Atlanta than fly Delta. And it's been actually pretty mm-hmm. pleasant. So, well, I haven't done. I, it's been a while, I think, yeah. but I don't know. Uh, the the only thing I, anyone who does that basic economy bullshit is on my shit list. Oh no, that's so. Oh yeah, no, that stinks. That stinks. Uh, I, I like JetBlue doesn't. JetBlue doesn't do that shit. So no. that's one of the reasons why I stay loyal to them for the most part. Yeah. Um, but but I was gonna say American also sucks. Oh, American. Although American, trash. I found out their international is not bad. I took it back from Japan. Like all these carriers, like they're they're fucking international. Like it's just completely different than a domestic, which is one thing you don't really notice until you take an international flight with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, their international was was really actually pretty good. Not quite as good. I took Japan Airlines the way there. I took American the way back, and American was fine on the way back. But yeah, I wouldn't. I would not take them domestic. Yeah. Um. I don't even know who else is. I don't even know who else there is. But basically, uh, just bunch of budget ones from New York. Yeah, from don't do that. From New York, just take JetBlue. It was like it was like three hundred and twelve dollars. I couldn't believe it for the second trip. So very cheap to fly out round trip to LA. I'm I'm happy. But those are my two big. I'm taking like six flights this year. It's trash. I hate taking this many flights. It's I'm doing Spain too. Ugh. You see, anyway, I, I love airports. So I'm okay with it. So. I, I hate fly. I, I mean, I don't hate. I'm not scared of it or anything. It's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> but I don't know. like. But once you're up in that plane for like longer than five hours, it just feels like, you know, why am I? Why am I still here? Basically, but yep. I'm not doing anything as long as Japan this year. So that's cool, I guess. Yeah, Milo, how long uh, was right, your flight to Japan? Twelve hours. Oh, oh. The, I, I've never done a flight longer than six. So I'm kind of mentally preparing myself for when I go to Japan for that 12-hour one. I, I had never done a flight longer than two. Oh, my I God. Tra- I had never traveled outside of Europe. Mike, your, fl- your flight's not going to be 12 hours. It's going to be like 14. Well, uh, I will have From- to con- connect somewhere. I'll probably either connect in, like, Detroit or something. Okay. But, yeah, you, well, you're gonna, are you planning on coming next year on I- the John trip? That's part of the reason why I fly Delta only, so I can collect miles. Okay. John Tripp, 2K19, which I'm sure everybody on here will, will hear all about next year. But anybody's invited, unless I hate you, then you're not invited. So I'm trying to think, who the fuck in wrestling do I hate? I don't really, it's really, I don't really have that many wrestling beefs. I get along with everybody. The, the guy? That, that threatened- fucking guy... <laughs> huh? The guy who threatened to pee on our shoes or pee on my shoes? Well, no, no, no. He threatened to pee on the shoes of Rich and Joe. Okay, that's who. When people say VOW, ninety-nine percent of the time I mean the flagship. So Rich and Joe can worry about their own shoes. I'm not worried about my shoes. So, the thing is that even people who work at Voices of Wrestling fucking hate Joe Lanza. Oh, wow! What's what the hell? What did Joe ever do to you? You know, he knows what he did. He knows what he did? Well, Jesus. I I don't hate Joe Lanza. I, I do have more beef with Rich right now, but... You have... you Okay, Milo has beef with everybody, so... Um, I understand. <laughs> Milo is, Milo's out here like a little pit bull. He just goes out there and like looks around and picks the fight with the 
with the with the nearest dog, and it's like you know. <laughs> uh, what well, is, is any of it a lie? What is any of it a lie? <laughs> yeah, you you you're like you like put them up, and it's just like a big a big fight. Well, some, half the time, half, half the time, I don't even know what the fuck you're fighting about. You know. <laughs> Um, but anyway, let's see here. Um, we should talk about Dragon Gate because I was like, "Oh, we got to rush into Dragon Gate." Then it's like, "Let me talk about airplanes." <laughs> but Hikoku, right? Is that airplane Hikoku? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, is that air? That's airport. No, airplane is Hikoki. Hikoki. Okay. What the fuck is airport then? Airport's Kuko, right? Like spaceport, I think. Kuko. Oh, that's dope. I didn't. Spaceport. I like that. Yeah, but it's it's actually airport. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna like type it on my phone. I'll know immediately when I see the kanji. But yeah, Kuko. That's airport. Okay. It's funny when you so many Japanese words. The words that are um, oh god, I forgot the term. The words that are like the 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 compound Chinese words. There's a there's a term for it basically. They use like two kanji together. Um, they're, they they always they almost always like tell a little story and it's really funny. So it's uh it's like two things come together. I think my my favorite probably is um, oh god the the one that's like air taxi which or air car which you're like it's, I think it's kusha and you're like well does this mean like a fucking car that flies but no it means open taxi <laughs> so. I guess it's like because there's air and there's air instead of people in the car. So, but yeah, I could be I could be making that up though. Who knows? All right, Dragon Gate. Let's start. Um, where do we want to get started with the year interview? So basically, I have cage match open. Um, I'm gonna scroll through the results. Mostly just talk Corrigan's of big shows and not going into a ton of detail because you know you could hear us review. I think every single show, um, you know, on the on, on our podcast this year, so there's no need to go into a lot of detail. But I'll just bring up each show, and if anyone wants to, you know, say something about it, they can. The first cork of the year was the Dragon Gate uh, Open the New Year Gate. Um, this was January 18th. This was the show, of course, that had the New Year Unit Six-Man Tag Team Tournament. Uh, had two count rules in the first and second rounds, and then uh, the final ended up being Berserk, Win the Man, Shingo, and T-Hawk, defeating Benkei, Kotoka, and Masato Yoshino. None of this stuff really ended up meaning anything because Yoshino got hurt like a week, you know, less than a week later, and they had to shuffle up their plans and delay everything for, you know, four months. So this is like a, a little window in what could, into what could have been, I guess. Well, like even more so, like I, as John's doing this, I have the uh, I Heart DG results and captions up, and I forgot this, but at the uh, end of the tournament. Uh, Berserk beat down uh, Yoshino until there was a Dr. Muscle save that was Nuruki Doi. So this was like the formal formation of what would become Maximum. Ah, so, gotcha. Yeah. But it, it's also really kind of crazy to like look back at the show and the results and see like, oh yeah, Brother Yashi, he was back for a while. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like full-time dub pro now. Um, he's followed Naoki Tanazaki. Mm-hmm. Milo, do you got any thoughts on this? I like Dr. Muscle Reveal better when it was Kotokai later in the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I think it was... 
I mean, I kind of look back at this show a little, like, bitterly because, I mean, things were supposed to happen after this, and this was the beginning of, like, what was not a really good year for us, so. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, Mike and I talked about Omarkaze last night, but it was it was a pretty shitty year for Dragon Gate. I mean, I don't think that's, uh, you know, not, like, you know, uh, the year gets better as the year goes on, at least, which is good. But, like, the first half of the year was really bad. Like, as bad as any year of Dragon Gate, honestly. Um, like, the first half of the year was, pr- like, probably my least favorite year since... Oh, nine. God, like... Mm, I don't... I don't. I like oh, 09 more than a lot of other people, even though all that shit happens, which is pretty terrible. But um, maybe since 10? I really hated 10. I didn't Especially hate the first, like the first. Yeah, I but but I don't know. I mean, like it could have been my least favorite since I was six. Oh, so, six really um, sucked. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Um, anyway, but let's let's see here. There's no there was no Kurrigan in February. I can't find one. Yeah, there was because it was that I, was the month of Big R versus Yamamura. Oh wait, I see here February second. Okay. Yeah, that's so, a good Kurrigan. Earthgate, this is the only good thing that happened in the first half of the year. Um, this was a show with the Big Archimiju, Takiro Yamamura, Time Limit Draw, which was like a star-making performance for Yamamura. And then he came back out in that eight-man tag. And also had, I think, a surprising, surprisingly great Dreamgate title match in the main event with yeah. Yamato beating Beatball. I think I went four and a quarter on that. It was really good. Um, thirty, It went 30 minutes, so it went really long, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny that like, one of the last people Hulk still has chemistry with his opponents is his unit mate, but I thought this was good. People were a little surprised that there was, like, no turn or angle or anything, though. I remember Ooh. that that match, mainly for when Hulk tried to kill Yamato with that EVO off the top rope onto the Raven. Was that not December? Hmm? Was that not December 2016? No, that was uh, February. Really? Mm-hmm. Because oh I, my god, my my memory is fucked. Because like this this match was started because uh, Yamato thought that Hulk was being very complacent, and I mean he is wrong. I, I mean he is not wrong at all. But this Corkin ruled. Like I'm looking at the mm-hmm. the show results. You had a uh, you had that uh, twenty minute draw. You had what I remember was a pretty spirited six man match with a. Uh, CK1 and Ada versus Mochizuki, KZ, and Yosuke Santa Maria that I yes. remember being pretty good. Like, this was just a good show up and down. I would say probably their best show up until uh, Dead or Alive, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I might like this better in Dead or Alive, but yeah. yeah. It's a very good show. Worth seeking um, out then if you're get- looking for Best of Dragon Gate in 2017 or watching full shows. This is one not to skip over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then is someone like oh, unwrapping something? <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, it's, okay. I'm, I'm turtle sitting, and I have to change his food. I'm sorry. All right, it's cool. Just, just. I'm trying to be as discreet as possible. Okay. <laughs> you can mute your mic for that too. Though. All right, Mario March fourth and fifth, Champions Gate in Osaka. <laughs> I can't stop laughing over these these turtle feeding noises. Um, they eat lettuce. Okay. Dog. Mike is eternal. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. You know that that's my personality a whole lot. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, Champion game. Champions game with Sokka. Uh, there were four title matches. Ata and Linda Man was that bullshit that went to a no contest that led to yet another fucking Brave Gate tournament. So, God, God knows that's what the world needed. Uh, Triumph Gate match is fine. Uh, Berserk beating the Jimmies. Kong, Shingo, and T-Hawk beating Kondo, Susumu, and Saito. Uh, the next night, though, Tringate match. Shima and Dragon Kid beating BB Hawk and KZ. I remember when they beat, like, they beat KZ Maria, like, a few weeks before this, and everybody was like, oh, well, now, now Hulk and KZ are going to win. And nope. it's like, where's that Price is Right? Where's that Price is Right fail horn? What? This was the beginning of, like, the worst streak of my life. <laughs> well, wasn't the Maria you know, there's good, yeah, There's good streaks in wrestling, and then there's this. Yeah. Uh, Yamato beating Cybercom with the Dream Gate. I, I, that's another one I remember being. I think I gave, like, four flat. It was good. This is one of these matches where, like, people act like the Yamato reign was, like, just god-awful. And I think, I think it was mostly fine. It's just fine isn't really good enough when, you know... Your reign so, like going for ten thousand years, but this is cool because Cybercop took his fucking mask off, so air, and then blew the black mesh, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, but here is something that I don't fucking understand, right? Because, I mean, I know that I was firmly in the camp of the people who believe that him doing that, like two months before Dead or Alive, basically like negated any fucking excitement that there was about him losing his mask, if there ever was any in the first place. Now I will say, Milo, you have a you might have a point because as we'll see, the the, the unmasking did not do that well in moment of the year. Mm. So, but I don't. I, I, cares? It's CyberCon. <laughs> I, I what I will say is I I would have guessed that. Um, oh, what's what am I trying to say here? Like basically, I I, I would have guessed at the time that this was a you know a red herring. But yeah, I, well, I, it, it didn't. It was not I a red was, I, I still think it was pretty dumb. Also, the way that his mask is made, you could totally like have the missed moment without taking it off. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mike, what did you think? Uh, I mean, uh, going along the lines of why Yamato's reign was so lackluster, it wasn't just that he the reign was so long and the matches didn't stand out. It was, if you go back pretty much to when Hulk won the title... There were some really, really killer four-and-a-half-star matches, like when Hulk was defending against Shingo, when he defended against Tozawa, and then the early... Sh- and then the Shingo reign had some great matches, too. And a lot of Yamato's matches... I'm taking Doi out of the equation here, because we know... <laughs> I gave four-and-a-half! You're the only... <laughs> you're the only person in the world who believes that, buddy, but keep on fighting that fight. <laughs> But like honestly, oh. I really admire John's dedication to this match because I'm like that sometimes. So. Hey, I still think that <laughs> I still think Araya was was the best tag team in Dragon Gate history. We all have our weird quirks, but like <laughs> I'll quirk you. I mean, you would know like that I'm of the actually bad opinions, like kind of kind of uh, clan like. John's John thinking that this match was like really good is like an actual like acceptable opinion because it all depends on your tastes. But I'm of the plan of like Leona's actually good, so <laughs> he's not you know he's not good, but he's improved so much since that Fortune Dream match. Oh, I, I think there's like something said about improvement and enjoyability and someone being quote unquote good, you know. Mm-mm. So, but yeah, like, but no, I, yeah. It, it just. Sorry, what? I was gonna say, like this Champion Gate show, like 
watching back at it, other than like the the, the clusterfuck for the Brave Gate and Ugh. just kind of the rest of it. Like this is this is when they were already playing up the whole Yoshino's lurking around backstage and <laughs> and Doi being really awkward about it and uncomfortable. <laughs> so like to be honest, that kind of stuck out more to me than that. Like, but something that yeah, we were we were in like firmly firmly time killer mode here, basically. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and the kind of the crazy thing about like this, and really it went until May, was you had like that you had KZ who came back from the Christmas break, like completely changed up his ring costume because he showed off that he got himself into great shape. You had Yamamura. Yeah, this is fucking ripped, man. Yeah, yeah. I I remember this. Uh, actually, the match I remember most out of this weekend was the uh, six man on three five between with the with the proto uh, maximum team of Doi Shimizu and Binke versus Mochizuki Don Fuji and Takahiro Yamamura. Like that match was a lot of fun. Like I wouldn't say it was four stars or anything, but it was fun. But like. Everything above, everything that was like above the line, like title matches from Champion Gate, like the best you can, best I would say is, it's Kong had a good uh, title challenge, kind of dispelling the fact that Kong had bad title challenges. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. What? Yeah. CyberCon fucking sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all. Anyway, let's march on to April. April. Oh no! First, we got March eighth, Corican, yeah. mm-hmm. which only the only <laughs> one thing there worth mentioning, which is the the ten man head hunting tag where Over Generation beat Berserk and Over Generation and Naruki Door, I should say, mm-hmm. and they oh, got to, they got the, the fucking Mondai Ryu match. Yeah, they got the opportunity to pick anybody they want, and they picked Mondai Ryu. Um, really heartwarming little speech and. You know, I, I I have to say I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that was, it was definitely definitely a curveball. Mm-hmm. So that, see, was, that was yes, cool. I'm, I mean, I know it was definitely like influenced by actual real life events of Mondai Ryu being like severely injured and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I appreciate that in a really bad year, there was still moments when Dragon Gate like shows you that they're really really good at making you care about people that you never thought you would care about. Yeah. Oh, totally. Why was it? Mm-hmm. Why was the Triangle Gate vacant after this? Vacated? It wasn't. Yeah. No, because it... I don't know. It's hold on. It says it, it says it was vacated. No. What? Oh, Did was T-Hawk... it T Hawk got hurt or something? Is that why? Are you sure? Wasn't there a story with the Jimmies and somebody getting injured, like Genki or something? No, Berserk beat the Jimmies, mm-hmm. and then. In... And then it says vacant, and then Benkei, Shimizu, and Doi beat Shingo, T-Hawk, and Yashi. Okay, so something definitely happened. I can't fucking remember. That tells you. I don't remember. I don't remember either. So someone, some people are going to be screaming at their fucking phones here, but I really have no idea what happened. Screaming at their fucking phones? What do you mean? Like, like listening, being like, you idiots, but I really... You, you know they already do that, so... They already do do that. I really don't remember how the fuck the Brave Gate, the Triangle Gate got vacated. It's really weird. I'm looking this up because it's going to drive me insane, and I don't want yeah. any yelling. Well, anyway, um, on the on the March, the two March shows, uh, Glorious Gate had in Nagoya had the Brave Gate first round, and then Memorial Gate in Wakayama... Uh, on the 20th, had the Brave Gate semis and finals, where Kagatora beat Lindemann to begin his long title reign as the Brave Gate champion. One of the bright spots of the year. 
Did that ever make tape? Or did that DVD ever get... Yeah, it did, ca- it did come out. Actually. It did come out. Um, mm-hmm. And then the in the main event, um, you know, that the, the, that was the the tri- the dream the triangle gate um, vacated triangle gate match mm-hmm. according to according to cage match anyway, where Ben K, Big Arshimizu, and Naruki Doi beat Shingo, E Hawk, and Brother Yashi. That was a so big that, Yeah, that began a long title reign, so that's cool. That, that was yeah. And that was kind of like the the rain that kicked off Maxim before they even had an official yeah. name. But I don't think I ever saw this. Sh- oh no, I think I did see this show actually. You saw Walkie I, vag- I think I vaguely remember. I've seeing- definitely seen that title match. Yeah, it could have been a so mission match. So. It could have come. I think it came out somewhere. Wakayama is really infuriating because it's a show that tends to have like sneaky good matches that you can't see for like eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is. Oh, Cyberkong suffered. Cyberkong suffered an arm injury in Nagoya from Yamato's cross arm breaker. Ah. Uh, so this is why no one remembers because it happened like the fucking day before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, that that the day before, uh, on March nineteenth. Cybercon took had an arm injury and they had to change the main event to a decision match and they just swapped out Kong for Brother Yashi. So there you go. <laughs> if uh, Mike might have just found the same thing, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said it, I just said it first. Uh, but yeah, so I hopefully hopefully nobody else actually remembered that. If you do, the, if you remembered that, then you're for a fucking show that took like eight months to make tape. You're a little too dedicated, I think. But anyway, um, April 7th in Corican, uh, we had Benkei, Bigar, and Doi beating the Jimmies. Uh, Horiguchi, Sumo, and Saito to keep the Triangle Gate. Really not much else of note on this show. Oh, there's an Ozaka Zero Roku match for those dedicated fucking fans. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, Shima and Gamma. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> Do, do either of y'all remember this T-Hawk versus T- Yamamura match? Because the only yeah, that's pretty good. I remember it like, like the crowd yes, getting it was hot. good. I remember the crowd getting hot because I thought it was going to be another time limit draw, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Um, but then then we get to Dead or Alive, which had uh, a pretty good Kagatori Yamamura Brave Gate match. Um, had Shima and Dragon Kid beating Linda Man T-Hawk to keep the Twin Gate in a pretty disappointing match, I thought. And then the, the Dream Gate cage match with Yamato beating Hulk, Kong, Doi, and Shingo. And, you know, it was the first time the Dream Gate was ever defended in the Dead or Alive cage, which was interesting at least. But mm-hmm. I don't. I hope they don't repeat that because it also made the rules, like, way too complicated, I think. And I, honestly, I miss, the, I miss the people on the outside. I miss the, the delegates, which we didn't have this year. Yeah, uh, there also, this was the uh, formal debut of Maximum because Yoshino's mi- freaky recovery strength kicked in and he was back. And there was, I remember the uh, Jimmy's versus Maximum eight-person match being pretty fun. You'll see. Yeah. A big surprise when the Jimmy's won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jurassic Boy, who was on the undercards from Mexico, was really improved throughout the year. That's... But yeah, uh, I felt like this was a pretty down dead or alive match. I think I gave it four and a quarter. So it was. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I, I think that's exactly what I gave it to. Yeah, 
And of course, Cyber Kong unmasked, and he revealed himself as Takashi Yoshida, age 34, from Osaka Prefecture. I did find what out... A fucking, what, what a fucking revelation that was. I, I did find out something kind of interesting about Yoshida a couple weeks ago. He... I, I did not know this, but he... When he was in the States before he was picked up by Dragon Gate, he apparently spent a lot of time in the Noki Dojo and did and wrestled on a bunch of shows in Southern California, like in 2004 did, and 2005. Cause he I, I, did, I did know. I knew that, actually, but oh. that's cool. Yeah, because he also was trying to become an arm wrestler. So. Oh, God. He should have. Hey, he's got no, some guns. Why do you hate Cyber? Milo's Yoshida hatred is really bizarre to me. What did he ever do to you? Like, to me personally? Yeah. There are just a million more wrestlers that I would rather see in Triangle Gate matches or Dreamgate matches. Uh, I mean, I think he's perfectly good in Triangle and Twin Gate. It's in Dreamgate, he's, te- he's pretty, he's, you know, I'm singles. Saying, like, I'm not saying that he isn't. It's just that we've seen him in so many that I'm just tired of it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm very I'm very not here for this Yoshida slander, so... Um, then we get to May 9th, the Kurikin, the, the start of King of Gate. This was, a, again, a bright spot in an otherwise down, down first half of the year. Um, really awesome main event with Mochizuki, Mochizuki beating Shingo. Um, you know, I liked Yamato Ada. Uh, there's the, the weird Yamamura win over Shima. And, you know, good, very good show overall. Yeah, this is when I felt like in ring the company kind of turned around, you know? It wasn't yeah. an amazing King of Gate, but there was some, there, there were some like great moments, like the fact that Yamamura, like you say, like he he beat Shima. It was like a full on destruction over six minutes of him taking out taking the elderly out back and shooting them. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad it didn't lead to anything at the fucking Twin Gate. Rest in fucking pieces. Yeah. Um, then we get to June first, the other King of Gate Hurricane, and this again had some really good stuff. It had. Um, Shingo and BB Hulk having a really good 20 minute main event. And again, this is the other wrestler that BB Hulk still has a lot of chemistry with. And they put on a really good match here, I thought. Um, but how much is Super T Hawk? I remember liking that. It was good. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah, I remember like. Listen, okay, listen. Uh, let me say a thing. Let me say a thing. Say a thing. I know there's a lot of people who are like on the Seahawk is bad train and are just never going to like look out of their narrow little point of view. But I'm here to tell you right now in the year of our Lord, 2018, Seahawk is actually good. Okay. I, I think he's, I think he's way, I think he made some strides here. I was really, really down on him. And I didn't I, like I, him. When I, he, I, I totally understand that. Yeah. I didn't like him but, when he can't get at all because the crowd also did not give two shits about him. But, you know, um, I thought as the year went on, he definitely improved. And he's in his best role right now, for sure. And No, the thing is, okay, the thing is that T-Hawk is never going to be as good a singles wrestler as he is a tag wrestler. And I think that's something that Dragon Gate really needs to, like, accept at this point. Yeah. Um, but I think that he's fallen into this trap that a lot of wrestlers have fallen into with the crowd. Like, it's not just him where they've had a, a, a run of either bad matches or bad booking, or in his his case, it might be both. And people are just refusing to see any improvements, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, back to that, we get to July 1st. Oh, wait, no, first the King of Game Finals. What the fuck? I went right past it. Uh, the King of Game Finals, which were on... 
Uh, six, I went right 11. past it. I, I got yeah, it. 6, 10, 6, 11. Okay, Doi and Shingo. Uh, that's one of my favorite Dragon Gate matches the entire year. Yeah, that was that one of the rules. two semifinals. It did not get any real support in our match of the year poll, which made me upset because I loved that match. Um, the the final, I remember being pretty good too. T-Hawk beating Doi. And like I just said, the result. was not happy with the result at the time, but I'm also a Doi mark, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, match was, I, I thought that match was very good, too. Probably, probably T-Hawk's best singles match of the year. I think it was better than the Yamato match. But both were, both of those were really good, though. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things from the tournament. Uh, I I just kind of, like... Th- there was a lot of kind of, like, hidden decent stuff this year, but not like last year where, like, there was, like, the random, like, Shingo Takagi versus Don Fuji match that absolutely rocked my socks off. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that I saw outside of the Hurricanes because I did watch a lot of it. Yeah, and I I don't remember any of it really standing out beyond the once you get once you get to semifinals like that that Doi Shingle match is really good. So probably a lot of Dragon Gate's best singles matches happened in the tournament. Yeah, because you also have Mochizuki, you had Mochizuki and Shingo, and you had Shingo and BB Hulk, you know, from the Hurricanes, and you had uh you know just some really good stuff. So. Oh. One match that I encourage people to go out and watch just because it was a really fun match. I'm trying to find what show it was on, but it was KZ versus Susumu. Yeah, that does sound like that sounds familiar. That match um, ruled. Uh, it was, uh, I'm going to look it up. KZ versus Susumu, wasn't it? <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I, I should not have just searched KZ on uh, iHeartTG because this is going to take forever. Okay, it was in Osaka on May 20th. It ruled All right. a whole lot. And then there was a fun Don Fuji <laughs> Yamato match right afterwards. That actually is a real fun show other than... Fuji, Fuji fucking clowning on Yamato in Kingdom Gate is just... Yeah. Or clowning on Yamato in general, but... yeah. All right, so moving on really quickly. I didn't. I don't even know if I saw this or not, but I just want to mention it because it was a title change. July 1st, Rainbow Gate in Osaka. Berserk wins back the tri- Triangle Gate. Linda Man, Shingo, and Yoshida. Beating Maximum. Ending the reign of what I thought was a really cool trio. I liked Doi and his big boys. I wish they had gotten longer, actually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, don't you, need to, you need to change the belts to get them on... on uh, on a Kobe world, though, I guess. So that's fine. Because Dory and Oshino are going to be busy. And <laughs> I, I, I know. The, the, this was a shitty birthday present to me. Oh, that was your birthday? Yeah, July 1st. Oh, wow. I'm May 1st. <laughs> We're like two, exactly two months apart. It's interesting. Milo, when's your birthday? Sorry, what? When's your birthday? Is it on June the 1st? 6th. Sorry? June 6th. Oh, damn it. Why'd you ruin it, Milo? I'm sorry. <laughs> Five days earlier, would have May 1st, June 1st, July 1st. I was born on June 6th to steal the thunder of the American armed forces. <laughs> Wait, what is, what, what is June 6th? The Normandy. Oh. I don't even, I don't, I, what the fuck do I know about American military history? I fucking hate John, America. It's literally one of the most important dates in history. Right. For my birthday, yeah, D Day. <laughs> I don't fucking know. People are gonna be like, "Oh, John doesn't know anything." But look, okay, when you need to contribute, need to like hold this much useless knowledge about Japanese wrestling and <laughs> anime and 
also the read bullshit. You don't have room for stuff like fucking war bullshit. Anyway, uh, July 6th, Kirk and Hall. Manual rules, 10-man elimination. This was this was my Dragon Gate match of the year for a while because this was really good. Same. Uh, maximum. It's actually, no, I think it dropped off below that. But still, it's really good. Really good match. Um, you know, the Dragon Gate needed more of this this year, honestly. Like, it took this long. It took to July mm-hmm. to get, like, a real high-end elimination match, which is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, this is awesome. Uh, and then we get to Kobe World, July twenty third. Oh, okay. Well, I'm waiting. What's this that? was Jimmy's versus Maximum, right? Yes. Oh, it was the Katoka. It was the Katoka finish. Yeah. Yes, it fucking was. And don't you dare forget it. <laughs> well, apparently, I did forget it. Well, I will come to your house at night and cut your hair. <laughs> what? At least threaten something that doesn't sound like you can plausibly do it. <laughs> Damn it. You think? Like, that's, that's horrifying. I don't want you to cut my hair. I love my hair. Then you better not fucking forget about the Katoka. <laughs> wow. Really, I'm really upset now. <laughs> John. <laughs> I'm really scared. My okay, I'm going to come to your house and not braid your hair. Yeah, come to my house and come to my house and like, what? And braid your hair. Okay, that's, that's less threatening. <laughs> All right, what's... Anyway, so what about Katoka? I thought Milo wanted to say something about Katoka. No, it's just I think it's funny that there are some people who still think that he doesn't amount to anything. (laughs) You know? Milo's like, I'm going to drag this man about this shit from now until the rest of my life. (laughs) I will until he fucking apologizes. (laughs) He's not going to. So I guess you're going to try him for the rest of your life. Then let's do Uh, it, bitch. July 23rd, Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival. This had the the Triangle Gate No More Contendership Tournament with the, the two-count rules. Uh, the the Jimmies ended up beating Maxim in the final. Then they went on to lose to Berserk in a pretty damn good Triangle Gate match. It had an awesome Twin Gate match with a fucking terrible finish. Mm-hmm. Because for God knows what fucking reason, CK1 defeated Speed Muscle here. You know, go, he had to keep that fucking Twin Gate run going just just long enough to get Dragon Kid injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, 2017 year in review also should say like the, these other dorks took a giant L on that one. Took the L. <laughs> and then the main event open okay. the dream gate. Oh, sorry. I feel like that that Trinal Day tournament was fucking awesome for a lot of yes. reasons so we should not Same. forget the most important reason why it was fucking awesome. And well, it is the man known as Genki Horiguchi. Yeah, he was really good. Yankee's so fucking Yankee's so fucking good in this in, in these sorts of situations. Like, oh yeah, I feel like I feel like people like not necessarily in a bad way, but I feel like people kind of want to know him and portray him as like this goofy kind of character who you know he has his elastic band spot and you know of course his backslide that's like almost a meme at this point. But <laughs> I mean, a meme started. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is the eternal meme of Dragon Gate. Um, <laughs> but he's some... Like, if you want to talk, like, fighting spirit and, like... like You have to talk about Genki Horiguchi. Like, it's true. I mean, he always fights back even when he's vastly overpowered, which mm-hmm. is almost That's, almost always. That is a man who will not fucking give up. Ever. 
And also, that was a weird, really weird moment where he took off his shirt, and that was like, I was, I feel like I'm not supposed to have seen that. Milo, Milo was into it. He was like, a da- what, what a dab bod. I like Genki a lot, but he's not really my type. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I thought he's like a, a dad. Um, but yeah, the main event open open the Dreamgate title. Yamato being T Hawk, they went twenty nine minutes. It was a lot better than I expected going in. Honestly, I gave it like four and a, four and a quarter. I expected it to be like three stars. It had so. a really abrupt finish. A really what? Abrupt finish. Uh, yeah, that is true. Well, that's because um, he. But uh, but overall, I was gonna say that was because Yamato Sorry, debuted the Ragnarok. During that, like yes, the, his crazy Galliera uh, variant that pretty much murdered T Hawk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Yamato retained the title once again. Pretty good, Kobe Ward overall. It was basically I remember what we said at the time was like the build to it kind of really sucked, so that made it kind of hard to get excited for it going in. But like as far as just match quality, it's. I thought it was actually one, one, you know, pretty damn good one between that tournament and the top few matches. Just the, you know, the booking with the Twin Gate, everybody was very angry about, and that kind of cast, cast a, a dour note. And the booking going in wasn't that interesting, so it was it was kind of just felt like a, a big show that just happened because it was going to happen. It didn't really have a lot of storyline or, you know, booking momentum going into it. But in a vacuum, it was a pretty good, pretty damn good show. I thought. Yeah, like, um, and it, the opener was a lot of fun, too. I remember that. It wasn't as heated as the original Veterans versus Class of 2016 from twenty from September, December 2016, but it was fun. Like, nothing on the show outright stank. The Jimmys versus Jimmy yeah. Kakatora versus Flamita was okay. That might have been my least favorite match yeah. of the show, to be honest. <laughs> but. I hate... That, that was like... We, we, we ranted so much about that, how Flamita every fucking year is just like... I, I never fucking lost at Gate. Meanwhile, he's lost like three challenges since then. Mm-hmm. And he always just somehow moons walk back and moonwalks back in the promotion and fucking gets to lose again. <laughs> it's really, really something. Well, guys, I have bad um, news. He's back in January. Well, Do we think he's yeah, going to make a challenge again? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean, Flamita versus Jimmy versus... <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi Kanda. Sorry, what? Yasushi Kanda. I know! Flamita versus Yasushi Kanda is a clash of styles that I personally am looking forward to. Um, anyway, so then we have August 8th Kurkin, which is, of course, the Kurkin I was there for. Um, I had a grand old time at this show, even though, you know, at the time I was still a little down on Dragon Gate, but boy, was this show a lot of fun. Um, this was a show where uh, I think it was uh, where like Don Fuji like enlisted the help of some random fan in the audience to like attack Jimmy Conda. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, it had a it had a really awesome tag team match uh, Yoshino and Doi against Ryosuka, like a, a match that almost was booked specifically for me. It's my two favorite Dragon Gate teams of all time facing off, and they did not disappoint. It was fucking awesome. And it's also where the, the five-unit survival race had just started. So all these matches had a little bonus for them, you know. Um, let's see here. And then the main event was the uh, elimination tag match, which tried Vanguard beat Berserk in a perfect sweep. So that was really cool. It was fucking um, uh, awesome. Um, 
I, I just want to say one more time, like Yoshino and Doi were so fucking over on this show. Like it might it might have been where I was sitting, but like these these women behind us would not stop screaming for either one of them the, for the entire twenty minutes. Like they just love these two men more than most of us will ever love anything. Oh. <laughs> it was really something. But yeah, I, I had a great. Yes, like nonstop. Um, but yeah, they yes, Doichan, Yoshino, like just all non fucking. Yoshino doesn't stuff. get Yoshino doesn't get a fucking suffix. No one cares. No. But, but it, well, it's because you can only just say Yoshi no, you know? It's like, three, you just can't yell doi. So it's, <laughs> anyway. well, I, I guess you can. But yeah, um, this is an awesome show. And, you know, even even Bad Dragon Gate is still, I think, would have been good live. But I, I got a pretty good show. So I was happy. Definitely go to Dragon Gate live if you can, especially at Corican. It just has such a special feeling. Milo can tell about tell you about it, too. We get yeah. to his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, just, it feels like it's a special, special feeling. Guys, we're getting the most important moment of this Corkin. Okay. And that was the Weird. too, too brief reformation of Fujiheya. Rest in okay. cases. Rest in cases. But no, the, the, this show, though, looking at it in all seriousness... Like, looking back at it, it rolled. We got the rare Shima full-course finish against uh, Horiguchi and Kanda, or Kagatora, which was cool. Uh, I, I Definitely not those highlights. And then, yeah, it was... The whole entire show, was that was another good Corkin. I'm envious that John got to see it live. Yeah. And started a run of good Corkins for them, because that's September 5th. Uh, that had the awesome Mochizuki Big R Shimizu uh, number one contendership for the Dreamgate match. At a a pretty damn good three-way six-man elimination match in the survival race with overgeneration and maximum beating Berserk, since only there was only going to be one loser basically, and Berserk was the losers. So this is a really they're not a really good show. Berserk are the losers, <laughs> no matter what happens. Um, and then September eighteenth, we had Dangerous Gate, which honestly is a show that did way better in the. Well, there's a, it's a show and a match that both did way better in the voting than I expected. Um, this was like, first of all, the you know the Twin Gate match with Shima and Dragon Kid against Shimizu and Katoka I thought was like really, really terrible, even for a CK1 Twin Gate match. So that was a match where it's like, wow, let's this is still going, and it's really bad. Um, Kagator and Mar- People will find <laughs> out where you live. I know they're gonna they're gonna come and threaten me. Um, Kagatora and Maria, a good Brave Gate match. Um, the the main event, obviously, Mochizuki being Amato. I thought that was good, although a lot of people had it a lot higher than I did, apparently. Um, but but it was awesome that Mochizuki won the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then the disband match with Berserk beating the Jimmies. This was like my big one, where you know I, I I think I went like four flat on this or four and a quarter. It was very good, but it was one of the weaker. Definitely one of the weakest unit must span matches of all time for me, and I just wasn't into the hardcore stuff at all. It just never clicked with me at that level, and you know our, our listeners really disagreed as you'll as you'll hear when we get to the voting. But yeah, or do the awards. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's a good show, but not nearly as good as uh, a lot of other people seem to have hold it in ho- much higher regard than me. Mm-hmm. The show and the match. Yeah, uh, um, I'll give my thoughts about my misgivings about that match when we get to awards. Uh, the the other thing about the show was this was the big show debut of Jason Lee, who really has 
come th- who pretty much in the second half of the year kind of really proved that like he is someone that like Dragon Gate like can depend on and now they're doing a show tomorrow in Hong Kong with him. So it's Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty I, I hope he sticks around. They've definitely made it clear that they want him to. Yeah. Yeah. Um October fifth, Farewell Jimmy's Gate, Corican. Um this had the twelve man tag team main event with Berserk beating the Jimmies when Conda turned down the Jimmies. Great angle. Great to have Conda back as a heel again. Um, I don't. I don't care what all the Conda haters say. I think he's awesome, especially as a heel. I don't, and huh? I don't know how you can hate the fact that Conda went back to like his like his roots, his origins. This is who he is. The I know. I don't think. Root. I think it's just people. I think it's just people who hate him in general, which I don't. I never understood. Well, fuck those people for their opinions are wrong, and they need to leave forever. How can you hate Conda? How? How does this happen? Yeah. I, I think, like, people who fit, who don't get, like, the DG heel ro- role started with Yuzushi Kanda. Like, he pretty much was the one that, that, like, brought the weapon into attacks. He was, like, the one that was the first kind of purely hateable heel that Gate's ever had. So Yeah, I, lo- I love Kanda. Like, it, okay, I don't want to be an asshole, but, like, if you really hate Conda that bad, you first of all you have no sense of Dragon Gate history, and second of all, I just disagree. <laughs> but, all, these, all these fucking edgy assholes who are like, "Oh, Shindo is like the best fucking guy of all time. He's the best fucking heel of all time." Dude, Shindo would not be who he is today if Conda hadn't paved the way. Yeah, but but I know people do. Shindo I'm sure. Hope to one. I'm sure people. One fifteenth <laughs> of the heel that Conda was. I'm and, sure people would say the same thing about us for Shima though. So. Hey, we know how well, I feel about Shima. We know that my... No, I'm saying me and Myla. Oh, yeah. No, the thing is that for as much as I talk shit about Shima and as much as I want to kick his little head in, <laughs> when push comes to shove, and you can search my Twitter, I'm pretty sure I've said it, I can recognize the influence that Shima's had on the next generation. I may not like it, but I have to recognize it. But the people I mean, I, sh- I like, the, and I like, I like Shima more than you do, too. Honda, saying that he's dragging people down with his heel antics and in the same breath called Shingo the best heel in Dragon Gate can fucking suck my ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he was one third of the most influential unit of all time, probably. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I just, I, I always love Kanda. So I don't I don't have any any complaints about Kanda and definitely not complaining about getting more of heel Kanda. No. Um, so this show also had the Jinzei also- Shinsak... Oh, okay. I still Milo. Uh, <laughs> uh, this show had the Jinbei Sasaki, Takamichi Noku, and the great Sasuke six man, which is cool. Uh, where Shima was very embarrassed about doing the crazy fucking pose. Which was in so great. It was yeah, so great. Yeah, was pretty awesome. He was so like, I'm so sorry I'm doing this. I just, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> but, uh, Shima, Shima, I know you hate Shima, but that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the October Kurrigan. Uh, then we get to it, oh, was sorry, also, it was also UT's kind of first major match back as well. So, yeah, that's true. Then we get to the Gay of Destiny November 3rd. Um, you know, as, as I talked about on you know, when Mike and I went over our award picks a couple episodes ago, this was my favorite show of the year by by, by a mile, actually. I thought almost everything on this show was good. Um, CK won against Big Ben was the second best rain, title match of the reign. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Kag- Kagatori and Genki was good. The three-way elimination child gate match is really good. Um, with Tribe Vanguard beating Berserk and Maximum to win the titles. And obviously the main event was, you know, my match of the year, Mochizuki defending against Susumu in an awesome fucking match. So, awesome show. Gay Destiny. Second year in a row, really awesome show. Gay Destiny's been, like, traditionally, I feel like, like the best show of the year I, because I my votes for Max. Yeah, two years ago, two years ago I had Shingo Mochizuki, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like the three years in a row where the made it where because two last year it had that six man tag the going away Tozawa match I thought was fucking awesome mm-hmm. and just like, like classic Dragon Gate six fan. Two years ago it had Shigo Mochizuki and this year it had Mochizuki Sasumo. So mm-hmm. yeah, three years in a row, awesome fucking Gay Destinies. I don't remember what Gay Destiny twenty fourteen was though. Uh, that was Hulk versus Tozawa, which was very good, just under the level of those other ones though. Yeah, so Gay, gay Destiny, good good ass show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, a good view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this also had Ricochet's return too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was all really great. Uh, I did watch uh on High Spots Rob Naylor's interview with Ricochet today, and he kind of talked about like what went into him coming back, and it was kind of interesting because Ricochet never was tied down by New Japan. They just could never get the dates right. So uh, I say. So so yeah, and it was kind of funny. Like uh, we, we when we when we talk about the next cork and about the, th- I have something kind of funny from that shoot to talk about then. But I I'm just like looking at this card again, and God, this card ruled, like up and down. Yeah. Like my second favorite Twin Gate match, probably the best Triangle Gate match of the year, and then yeah, and then the no, no 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 Final Gate Final Gate is better. Oh, good point, good point. But yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry to yell at you. No, 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 that's a good point. That, I, I completely spit mine there. And me, I mean, to be fair, the fi- final gate 2017 wasn't in our awards period, so maybe the best, probably the best one in our awards period. There you go. Right. And the and Mysterio Oso was here for like his one random tour. I don't think he's coming Fucking back. Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner looking asshole. Mysterio Oso was not really good. No, nah, nah. No. Uh, November eighth had the Kurikan with Ada's graduation, which I'm gonna not gonna lie, it was a little. Uh, people like thought that's way more emotional than I did. I was just like, he he was gone for like four. He was gone for four and a half years. I mean, it really didn't. I don't know. Just having him pop up and be like, hey, all right, bye. Yeah, just, the thing is, it that didn't work for really, me. It, it's really hard to get emotional about it when, like you said, he was gone for so long and he came back for one match, well, two matches. Yeah. Well, I I think for, like, me, like, as someone that, like, I know that, John, you didn't follow DGUSA as much as I did. Like, I was pretty... It it really got bad towards the end, but, like, seeing, like, someone, I, I, I will argue for it just because seeing someone who went from a guy in Chikara who was maybe 120 pounds stopping what, had really bad hair... Yeah, Helios, and, <laughs> and and seeing how like he probably more so than anyone oh, else. Oh no, we just we just did it again. We just did it again. We did a, a fucking Jakar unmasking. Ah. Uh, but like, <laughs> sorry. But like the way that like he evolved as a wrestler from 
2011 to 2017 was uh, like you have to like recognize like how like he's going to be the person that like when we go back and talk about okay people who came through dragon gate and changed the most it has like number one has to be ricochet and yeah, that's a good point and and, the, the, and honestly okay i'm gonna be really fucking like if he was just gonna fucking leave a few days later and only work two matches in his return, he should not have beaten Ata, especially on the path that Ata was taking. Oh, I think that like, I, I was Ata. I was okay with it because Ata, yeah, because Ata was gonna turn anyway. I was okay with it. Look, I no, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is my like in in the way that I I see things. Just like swallow your fucking ride and put someone over before you fucking leave and go die in Florida. Well, it wasn't his decision. <laughs> yeah, they thought they were. As far as I know, they wanted to, they wanted to do this to to put over the heel turn. I think. Yeah. Nice. But uh, I <laughs> Milo, Milo's like, oh, I have to be bad, Shima. I never do that. Shima's not. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> uh, but well, uh, who the fuck books it then? It's always been a collaboration of pretty much all the old I, guys. Oh, I know, but Shima, but Shima has Fido approval. I think. No. It's a the only thing that Shima really has like innate approval over is are the Gaijin. Oh, well, who the fuck? There, there really isn't anyone there who like has like final, final approval. That's so crazy. Well, I imagine probably, not even the prince. Probably like Yagi. I think he actually does do some booking, and you know, Genki. I, I know that was the meme for a long time, even though he wasn't like the primary person. But it's always been a collaboration. I know it's a collaboration, Michael. I just thought I I thought Shima had final approval. No, but uh, uh, that's how it was described to me. I I but mean, I don't know. It, it, it might have changed, but like from from when I heard, it was that. But uh, the the story about Ricochet was Dragon Gate was originally just going to bring him in for one night, and he said, "No, I'll stay as long as I can." And he got like this Facebook message from Shima about this Spike Mohicans reunion. And he's like, he's like Spike Mohicans, yes, and he's like. Yes, but ha- but Ricochet responded, yes, but I'm Hage Mohican now. And then Shima's like, oh, it's okay. I am old and Chodo fat Mohican too. So, I don't know. Okay, so. <laughs> Has Shima seen a fat person in his life? <laughs> I, I just he did that. say Choto. Choto. Choto, like a little, a little fat, little. Yeah. But this was um, also the, the show that had uh, Jason Lee join Maximum too. Yeah, which was awesome. Yep. Um, all right, so December fifth, Fantastic Gate. Uh, I don't. There, we I, we don't we don't gotta go into much on this because we just fucking reviewed it. Well, it was well, fine. We skipped over uh, Memorial Gate and Sendai, which is okay because we should. Uh, yeah, we we did. We talked about these already. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to give Milo, do you want to say anything else about the show you went to? The show that I went to, I mean, we did a whole episode on it. I mean, we did a whole episode on all of these shows, so my point is kind of moved. Um, but, we, but we just did the episode. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, I mean, no, not really. I had I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Just um, I was really, um, really amused by that, that spot where they were just all trying to throw at each other off the balconies. Like, usually it's yeah. just... But no, this time we were just like committing mass murder in Karakwen. <laughs> <laughs> and Milo, Milo, I'm very proud of you that you're in the same room as Shima and the same room as Shengo. And he nothing... wasn't on that show. Oh yeah, Shima wasn't there. <laughs> he knew. 
He knew. Yeah, Shima was in China. <laughs> he knew. I was giving you credit for not murdering Shima, but apparently you don't deserve that credit. That's amazing. He knew that I was going to be there. Okay, you didn't. You managed not to murder Shingo. There you go. He ran. There's him. Here. There's Shima there. ran. Shima is a coward, and I will get him. <laughs> oh my god. He better be on the card on the sixteenth. That it better. Are oh, you going? You're going. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Shima, Shima is a coward. There you go. He knew that I was here. He was like, "Oh, better fuck off to China before Milo gets to me." <laughs> no, bitch. I know where you. Are. I know where to find you. Oh, so, and so, I will not I, rest I until wait. we are brought to justice. I cannot wait to hear about oh, Milo would open a board gate, seriously threatening Shima. What's it gonna be? Gonna be oh. great. You know. The wrong crew. Yeah, I mean, you know. Very serious threatening. Very serious. I He's yes, gonna burn I will. his house. I'm gonna burn his house down and knock out his fake teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I will t- I'm gonna actually I'm gonna knock them out and have them mounted on a necklace. <laughs> all these all Write these it very, down. Get the receipts very, right now while they're real, very real serious threats that uh It's gonna happen. Gonna mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> so yeah, then we wrapped up the final gate, which was awesome. But we just talked about it. Let's get to the fucking awards. Uh, Let's go. My, so so I mean, uh, first of all, you know, well, we want to go like reverse order or something. Save MVP for the end. Uh, well, however you want to do it, boss. Uh, Milo, do you want to go over your picks? Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. So yeah, so basically. Um, Mike and I already gave our picks two shows ago, so the show where Milo was Milo was missing that episode where Milo was missing. So Milo is not given not given his picks yet. So Milo will give his pick or picks depending on the category, and then I'll I'll reveal the 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 results. So I, re- I compiled just like the ones that got for the for the B ones basically. I, I put everybody that got at least two votes, which sometimes wasn't that many because there were a lot of like people who got one vote. And then for the other ones, I did like a top 10 or also like who other first place votes. So, all right. So first of all, we'll go in reverse order, Milo. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Let me get my ballot. Cause I can't remember half the fucking things I voted, <laughs> but we'll start with the, the, the category B awards, which are the, the ones where we, we just asked our, our people who submitted ballots for, you know, our voters for one pick only, and just tied up the totals. Thank you, by the way, if you if you did vote in this. Even one of those people that hates us voted in this. So really, thank you, Darian. That's yes, funny. One of those, those Fox voted. <laughs> what? But, um, what? What did you say? I said one of those Fox voted. For, so. I mean, it's probably because they know that we have a bigger platform than they will ever have. Oh damn! But yeah, I I appreciate it, buddy. I I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to take your ballot. Um, but yeah, like uh, we had such great participation this year, you know, better than last year. I think it was like 40 people or something. Yeah. So thank you. It voted. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. And we hope you'll, you'll stick with us and vote again next year. I we, we have a lot more listeners though than voters. So if you didn't vote, I hope you'll vote next year because you know, we don't, you don't need a drag. You don't need to be a dragon gate expert to vote. Even if you only saw, you know, you only see like half a dozen shows or something, we want to hear your vote. The idea is to get the, the totality basically of the Western fans to participate. Anyway, Milo, who'd you pick for worst dressed? 
Uh, Shun Skywalker. And that was the winner. So Shun Skywalker finished first with 14 votes. Elden Demand finished second with five. Punish Tomonaga <laughs> finished third with four. Uh, that's the, like the that was my like what the fuck that's the, the least offensive thing honestly about Punch Tomonaga mm-hmm. and then T-Hawk T-Hawk and Gamma tie for fourth with two votes it's... each um, one vote was specifically for T-Hawk's attire at the Kobe World Press Conference apparently so there you I go I can't even remember what he wore Mike do you remember he had the, like those faded uh, jeans on for the main event like the, the really tight ones <clears throat> I guess yeah all right Best dressed, uh, it was a tie. The, the the tie being these two is so awesome. Yamadoi tying for first. I mean, it's it's equality. Yeah, Maria finished third with four votes. Casey mm-hmm. and T Hawk tie for four for three votes. Who'd you vote for, Milo? Uh, T Hawk. Okay. Um, who's gonna break out in twenty eighteen? Who'd you pick, Milo? Uh, Shun Skywalker. Uh, he did not place, unfortunately. Ben K finished first with eight votes. Jason Lee finished second with five votes. Uh, Hyo Watanabe third with four. And then a four a three-way tie for fourth. UT, KZ, and Takahiro Yamamura with three votes each. I it, assume those Yamamura, the Yamamura votes had to co- must have come in like before we realized how severe his injury was. So It is really fucking telling about what Dragon Gate does with him that KZ ended up in this category <laughs> um who'd you vote for the breakout star of 2017 nk okay in first place running away at this category was takahiro yamamura 24 <laughs> votes 24 votes uh big arshimizu finished second with five ben k finished third with three and t hawk and ada tied for fourth with two uh best move what'd you have milo Okay, so I have no idea like what it is or what they call it, but I voted for um, Doyoshi's Doomsday Sling Blade Powerbomb thing. You know what I mean? I yes, I know what you mean. Well, do you know that does that have a mo- name, Mike? I don't remember. I don't think it does. I, I, I've heard it called like a yeah. Doomsday Sling Blade, but that's about it. But, um, but that didn't place anyway, though. I Big Arshimiju. It's called, but I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, it it's Big Arshimiju Shot Punch Slam. Shot Punch Slam won with six votes. Uh, we had a tie for, tie for second with the Kagatores, Guru Makakare, three votes, and T Hawk Cerebrus, or Cerebrus, whatever. Yeah, that's it, Cerebrus. Three votes. Um, and then tie for fourth was uh, Kinesis Hikari Noa. That was two votes. Ada's Salamander, which is that roll up thing he does, I think. There's two votes. And um, Mochizuki's kicks, just his kicks in general. <laughs> Two votes. Um, who'd you vote for worst unit, Milo? Was it Berserk? Of course it was. Okay. This is this is the one where I'm, like, angriest. Tried Vanguard won with 21 votes. Tried Vanguard is in no way the worst unit. You guys are crazy. Second place was Overgeneration with 15 votes. They should have fucking won. Honestly, um, I'm going to, like, theorize that the only reason Overgeneration didn't win is because people actually forgot they were a unit. Because <laughs> No, I think it's people who like CK1. Like, I noticed there's a, a high a high correlation between people who voted for CK1 as the tag team and people who voted didn't vote over Generation Worst Unit. Uh, third place was Berserk with two votes. No other unit received a single vote. It was, for the longest time, it was just Tribe and Over Generation. I mean, yeah. And, I would and be then, very surprised if Maximum got votes for Worst Unit. Or Jerry's, really. <laughs> 
That's um, all the spit for the dead. <laughs> the worst wrestler. Um, who'd you vote for, Milo? Take your wild fucking guess. You voted for Shingo? No, I voted for Yoshida. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Pony Tomonaga finished first with 25 votes. 25. We need to. We, last year we called it least favorite. This year we accidentally called it worse. So I'm going to switch it back. Yeah. And maybe that's the on results me. will be different. Oh, yeah, he's like, when you see worst wrestler, I think immediately most people go punch, which I don't think they're wrong. Uh, uh, Gamma finished second. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll add in after you read the results for this one. Uh, Gamma finished second with four votes, and Yoshida finished third with three votes. Mm-hmm. Guys, I hereby retire the worst wrestler category. It will forever be known as the Punch Tomonaga worst wrestler category <laughs> memorial award memorial award award yes <laughs> most underrated um who'd you vote for milo most underrated uh casey yeah. he won with 10 votes <laughs> no fucking shit <laughs> uh kagatori for his second with four votes i don't actually don't know how he was underrated he was Breakgate champion all year but sure uh, L. Linda Man and Ada tied for third with three votes each, and then six other people were tied with two votes. T. Hawk, Shun Skywalker, Big R. Shimizu, Genki Horiguchi, Kotoka, and Ut. Um, That's fair. Milo, who'd you vote for most improved? Shun Skywalker. Okay. Uh, I really like Shun this year. You're the only one who voted for him, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, first place was Takahiro Yamamura with 20 votes. Uh, again, running away with this award. Second place was tied El Lindemann and Ben K, both with four votes. Big Arshimizu in fourth with three. And Yoshida and Kotoka tied for fifth with two. Um, who'd you vote for best brawler, Milo? Uh, Big R. So Shingo Takagi won this category with 19 votes. Uh, big, I think he second year in a row he ran away with it. Big Arshimizu finished second with seven. Don Fuji finished third with six. And T-Hawk finished fourth with two. Best tie flyer, Milo. Uh, Dragon Kid. He did win the category with 15 votes. Uh, Flamita finished second with 10 votes. I guess people really thought those those two months of his high flying were enough. Uh, Ada finished third with four votes. KZ finished fourth with three votes. And Yamamura finished fifth with two votes. Who'd you got for best technical? Uh, best technical... Te- <clears throat> Sorry, best technical Karutora. Uh Ada finished first with 13 votes. Mochizuki finished second with seven. Kagator finished third with six. Susumu finished fourth with four. And Yoshino finished, Masato Yoshino finished fifth with two. Mm-hmm. Best heel, Milo. T-Hawk. Shingo Takagi ran away with this category for the second year in a row. Yeah, I wish he would he just run it, away. He, run it with 20, he won it with 29 votes. Uh, Elinda Man finished second with three votes. And T-Hawk finished third with two votes. Best mm-hmm. babyface, Milo. Uh, Katoka. Um, he was tied for first with Masato Yoshino. That's they both good. had eight, they both got eight vote eight votes. What a baby! Wait, <laughs> wait, wait! He finished. He finished. What now? First, you say? Yeah, he tied. That's Yoshino. good for someone who will never amount to anything. <laughs> uh, Takahiro Yamamura and Susumu tied for third with five votes, and Doi finished in fifth with three votes. Most charismatic, Milo. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki. Yeah, he didn't place, unfortunately. My, my my husband, Mariki Doi, okay, won this, cate- that's, won that's this category with 12 votes. Uh, Shingo Takagi finished second with six. Yamato finished third with four. And Shima and Genki tied for fourth with three. And finally, the last category B award, um, Trio of the Year, Milo. Yon Maximum. 
Okay, so Maximum swept the top three of this award. It's awesome. Nice. First place was first place was Doi Yoshino and Kutoka, eleven nice. votes. Nice. Second place was Doi Shimizu and Benkei, ten nice. votes. Nice. Third third was Young Maximum Shimizu Benkei and Kotoka, six oh, votes. I fucking love that. Um, and fourth was Berserk Shingo Yoshida Lindeman, four votes. And f- fifth was Tribe Vanguard Yamato Hulk and KZ, three votes. Um, there were like there were like three other fucking trios from Maxim to get a to get a vote in this award. I think I'm double checking because it's really funny. But yeah, there were like three other three other trios. It's really cool. Um, all right, now we're into category A. So this is where people pick three three different uh, three different people. One first they they ranked first, second, and third, and their points were awarded on a five three two scale. So you know five for first, three for second, two for third. So when I read the results, I will give the point total and the number of first place votes. So Milo, who'd you have for tag team of the year? First place. Just read it, whatever order you want, doesn't matter. So my my third place was North Tribe, second place Big Ben, and first place Speed Muscle. So Speed Muscle in one of the closest categories one tag team of the year, Dorian Yoshino, 128 points, 16 first place votes. CK1 fist in second. 119 points, 18 first place votes. So they had two more first place votes than uh, Speed Muscle, but you know a lot more people left them off their ballot entirely. I assume that's our negative influence on them, <laughs> or positive influence, depending on how we want to look at we it. We are but. thought leaders, as Michael. Would say. <laughs> well, I'm I'm both a thought leader and a thought leader. Big Ben for this. Sorry, I need. I'm muted big for a ben second. Ben. <laughs> Big Ben finished third. You, Milo broke. Milo broke Michael. Big Ben finished third. Shimizu and Benkei, forty-eight points, three first place votes. Uh, then we have KZ and Maria with fifteen points. T Hawk and Ada with thirteen points. I guess people didn't read the November December thing because I don't think they <laughs> teamed together. Uh, Yokosuga, Yokosuka Ichiyomi. Uh, finished six for ten points, one first place vote. I don't know if they teamed together either. Uh, Northern Tribe finished seventh for ten points. Oh, if I when there was a tie, I used the uh, the number of first place votes the tiebreaker. So there you go. Uh, Shingo and T Hawk finished in eighth with nine points. Ryosuke finished in ninth with seven points. And tenth place was a tie between Yamato and Hulk and Mochi Fuji, both with five points. All right, unit of the year, Milo. So my third place unit of the year was Tribe Vanguard. My second place was Jimmy's, and first place was, of course, Maximum. So yeah, this is another really one-sided category. Maximum had 167 points, 29, 29 first place votes. They destroyed this category. Uh, Jimmy's finished second, 103 points, six first place votes. Basically, every single Maximum voter had them second or third, usually second. Um, Berserk finished in third. With 67 points, two first place votes, and there's a big drop off to Tribe and Overgeneration. They both finished exactly tied at 16 points. Neither got any first place votes. And then in sixth place, Fuji Heya, nine points, one <laughs> first place, one first place vote. Mike, was uh, that you? No, no, Mike did not give them. Yeah, Mike gave them third, I think. Yeah, I give them third, but yeah. uh, but first place voter, you're my favorite. Yeah, you are a hero of this podcast now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so moment of the year. Uh, what were your three moments of the year, Milo? So okay, so 
My, I think my third moment of the year doesn't actually count because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. yeah Seahawks you, the, you and ATI reuniting. Yeah, you voted for stuff outside the voting period. Um, my second uh, moment of the year was Mo- Mochizuki winning the Dreamgate. And my first moment of the year was, sadly, uh, the Jimmys disbanding after nearly six years as a unit. So, Mochizuki, 47-year-old Mochizuki wins his third Dreamgate at Danger Skate. That finished in first place. 95 points, 12 first, place, 12 first place votes. Jimmy's forced to span after five and a half years, fits in second point, second place, 91 points, but 13 first place votes. So one of the closest races we had here with mm-hmm. uh, the Mochizuki title win just edging it out. I'll tell you what happened. There's a few other Jimmy's ones here. So like the Jimmy's, the Jimmy's voters basically didn't all vote for the same thing. Um, third place was Yoshino making a surprise early return. Uh, a gate of passion. So that had 39 points for two first place votes. Fourth place was Ricochet's graduation, 17 points. Fifth place was Jimmy's all coming out together one last time at the farewell Jimmy's gate final Corican, 15 points, three first place votes. Sixth place, Cyber Kong is forced to unmask as Akashi Yoshida. I couldn't believe this did so badly, but I really thought after it's all these fucking no years, no one fucking cares. Uh, I do. So 12 points, two first place votes. Um, seventh was maximum officially named and formed May 4th in Kyoto, 12 points. Um, eighth was Ata turns on over generation and joins Berserk, 11 points. Nine was the Sumer's promo after Jimmy's lose the unit must disband match at Dangerous Gate. That had 10 points and one first place vote. So you add any of these other Jimmy's ones to the, the Jimmy's forced to disband and it would have won. So I think that's basically what happened. The Jimmy's voters couldn't agree on one thing. Uh, and 10th place was Katoka pinning Genki to win the Maximum Jimmy's Naniwa rules, rules elimination match. That got nine points with one first place vote. The only other ones to get a first place vote, uh, Shima drafting Monday Ryu to overgeneration. Jimmy's giving their farewell promo at fi- Farewell Jimmy's Gate. The final Jimmy's train at Farewell Jimmy's Gate. See, all the Jimmy's voters again. And then Sasuke, Taka, and Jinsei Shinshaki returning to Dragon Gate. So there you go. Um, sh- best major show. What'd you have? Or major show. Show of the year. Whatever. What'd well, you have, so Marla? my first place vote doesn't actually count. Um, so your real first place vote then. So my, my third place vote was uh, Farewell Jimmy's Gate, the final. And my second place vote was Rainbow Gates from Julius. I just, I just, I just, yeah, I just bumped them up. So. Mm. Um, so the winner was Dangerous Gate, and this was the one that shocked me. They, oh, this was the closest category. You'll see in a second. Dangerous Gate, September 18th at Oda War Gymnasium. 92 points, 11 first place vote. Second place, Gate of Destiny, 91 points. 15 first place votes. So it had four more first place votes than Dangerous Gate, but Dangerous Gate was just on so many more ballots for whatever reason that it just edged it out by one point. So d- does that shock you, Mike? Because that shocks me. Up. Uh- Seeing how moments went, it doesn't, but in a vacuum, that would, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because... But yeah, there's a huge... Oh, sorry, keep going. I was going to say, because if you look at the top two moments, you have Mochizuki winning his third Dreamgate title, and then the Jimmy's yeah. versus Band. I mean, those two kind of combined are a huge runaway in that category. So it makes sense. Like, if, if I was going to tell people, like, a momentous show for some people to watch this year, I'd give them Dangerous Gate. But if I want to give them a good show to, or a good in-ring show that I feel like the best matches of the year, I go get Destiny. So I see the logic. I didn't vote for Dangerous Gate. I don't think Dangerous Gate was on my ballot. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it wasn't on my ballot. I don't think it was on my ballot either. Um, second place, Gay Destiny. Third place, Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival, 40 points, one first place vote. Fourth place, Dead or Alive, 33 points, three first place votes. Um, the fifth was the Scandal Gate, August 8th, Corican, which was the one with the Ryosuka and Doyoshi one that I was at. That got 17 points with one first place. Uh, sixth place was the other Scandal Gate, Corican, September 5th. Which had the three-way mat, the three-way unit, the three-way, uh, you know, unit series match. Uh, that had 16 points with two first-place votes. Uh, seventh was Truthgate, February 2nd at Kurikin, 14 points. I was pretty stunned I didn't do better because I thought that was a very memorable show. But uh, eighth place was King of Gate Night One, May 9th, 11 points, one first-place vote. Ninth was King of Gate Night 13, the other Kurikin, June 1st, eight points. And last place was Final Gate from December 2016, seven points. The only other first place vote went to Rainbow Gate Night 10, July 6th. I think that was Milo. Um, all right. Match of the year. What you got, Milo? Well. Um, Oops, Milo did it again. <laughs> Oops, I did yeah. it yeah. No, so was that, that was my third place. So I'm just going to give you my second and first. So my second place was Casey and Jamie Sissimo from May, May 20th. And my first place was Maximum versus Jimmy's Naughty War Rules Elimination Match. Yeah, so that's a, that was a good pick. I didn't really see that one that much. Um, so first place, this is this is the biggest stunning, stunning, most stunning one to me, was the, the losing unit must expand Berserk versus Jimmy's match. Uh, that got 69 points. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> Sixty-nine points, nine first place votes. Uh, I, I really didn't understand how this match was that beloved, but there you go. Uh, I don't even think it was on my ballot. The the second place was Mochizuki's Asumu for the Dream Gate from Gate of Destiny, fifty-one points, seven first place. Third place was Big Archimedes against Yamamura, the twenty-minute draw from February second at Truthgate, thirty-eight points, three first place. Fourth place was the number one contendership for the Dream Gate, Mochizuki and Shimizu for September fifth. 35 points for first place. Fifth place was Yamato and Mochizuki, September 18th at Dangerous Gate, 28 points to first place. Sixth was the Captain's Fall 91 Elimination Match, Maximum of the Jimmies, uh, July 6th, Karakin, 22 points for first place. Seventh was Shingo and Mochizuki from King of Gate uh, in... May 9th at Kurikin, 18 points to first place. Eighth was CK1 against Speed Muscle from Kobe World Hall, 17 points to first place. Ninth was the Dead or Alive title cage match, uh, 12 points. And and tenth was the five-unit survival race, three-way elimination match, over-generation maximum berserk from the September 5th Kurikin, 11 points. Uh, the others received a first-place vote for Zerk versus Doi, Benkei, Shimizu, and Yamamura from the February 2nd Kurikin. Uh, Kagator versus Yamamura for the Dream Gate from Dead or Alive. Shima versus Yamamura from King of Gate, that six-minute match. Someone gave that a first-place vote. And CK1 against Big Ben at Gate of Destiny for the Twin Gate. Uh, okay, speaking of CK1... Oh, wait, no, not up to best. Wait, did I skip best tag team? I think I did. Not... Oh, no, we did best tag team. Yes, we what did. the hell am I talking about? Yeah, we only have All two right. categories left. Well, Last two, last two categories. First of all, most outstanding wrestler, strictly in ring, um, no other considerations. What do you have, Milo? My, uh, sorry for most, most outstanding? outstanding. Yeah. So my third place was Naruki Doi. My second place was Masaki Mochizuki, and my first place was Keizy. So first place 
was Mochizuki, 75 points, seven first place votes. Second place was Shingo Takagi, 54 points, five first place. Uh, third was Kagatora, 45 points, eight first place. Fourth was Naruki Doi, 45 points, five first place. Five was Takahiro Yamamura, 41 points, very close category, three first place. Uh, six was Big R Shimizu, 32 points, three first place. Seventh was Susumu Yokosuka, 30 points, four first place. Eighth was Eita, 17 points, two first place. Ninth was KZ, 10 points, one first place. Tenth was Yamato, 10 points. And Masato Yoshino was the only other wrestler to get a first place vote. Um, any of that surprise you, Mike? Uh, to be honest, no. <laughs> I, I was one of the few uh, Susumu voters. But uh, I, I think that it's kind of a testament of how outstanding of a first half of the year Yamamura had. You know, yeah, because he because the way that the votes had to fall, a lot of people had him second second or third. And considering that he only wrestled for 10 out of the 12 months of the year, you know, that's the thing that really stands out with me on across almost all categories this year, to be quite honest. Yeah, he did really well. All right. So finally, MVP. Uh, this should be in-ring, plus general importance of the promotion, plus like promo work, if you want to include that, anything like that. Uh, Milo, what was your top three? So my third place vote went to Katoka. My second place vote went to Mochizuki. And my first place vote went to Casey. Okay. So MVP, Naruki Doi won this category with 93 points, 12 first place votes. Mochizuki finished a very close second with 89 points, 11 first place. So very close category here. Uh, Yamato finished third with 64 points, six first place. Shingo Takagi finished fourth with 41 points, five first place. Uh, Susumu Yokosuka finished fifth, 25 points, one first place. Takahiro Yamamura finished sixth with 20 points. Uh, Eita finished seventh with 14 points, one first place. Uh, Masada Yoshino and KZ tied for eighth. They both had 10 points with one first place vote. And Shima finished in 10th with eight points. The only other wrestler who received the first place vote was Kagatora. Uh, so Nuriki Doi, your 2017 Dragon MVP, according to the Western fans. Any any uh, surprises there for you, Mike? Uh, you know, uh, I'm kind of surprised how poorly Yamato did, considering what he did throughout the year, even with it kind of being underwhelming and kind of uh, treading water. You, you would think he would do better than third place in that category. Uh, the rest of the category, you know, it kind of, I felt like it was kind of chalk. I mean, Mochizuki and Doi, like, made perfect sense why they would finish so high. Uh, I think Shima finishing eighth, considering how he was just dominating. No, Shima finished tenth. Tenth, sorry. I, I saw the eight points, mm-hmm. and I had a brief dyslexic moment. Uh, Shima had Shima had like what I think f- four people vote him third place. That was that. Yeah, like that. That <laughs> like and, and like looking up and down the ballot now. I guess it's kind of a good time for us to kind of reflect on it. Uh, I I almost want to propose for next year like a most impactful person category that like we would we award. Because so explain to me how that would be different from MVP. Well, like, I, in, in some ways, like the person who I'm thinking about impactful, looking through the results, I, I would say, like, in my ideal mode, like, it, I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of goes with breakout star, but like Yamamura, 
really like we taking a look at the categories and like he won most improved he won breakout wrestler he he got a lot of high votes in other categories and it's just like the person that i guess i don't know i'm talking myself out of this right now but i i i i, I think now i kind of understand what you mean yeah like the I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, more fun categories, like how we have, like, best and more stress and things like that. So, I don't know. But I think that was a really good representation of all uh, of Dragon Gate. Like, looking at, like, the top ten matches of the year, it's kind of funny. Like, if I would hand someone a DVD or a thumb drive of these ten matches, they probably would have thought that Dragon Gate ruled all year. But, uh... <laughs> it, don't let them know. Hey, I mean, if you're if you're going to pick and choose ten matches from Dragon Gate all year, like those are ten good mm-hmm. matches to pick and choose. So, yeah. yes, yeah. But yeah, no, it was, right. fun. It was so. fun. And thanks for everyone for, again for voting. That was I. This is one of my favorite things we do all year. So, I'm I glad. hope we get even more next year. Yeah, let's break fifty next year, guys. Yeah, um, and we have like fucking three thousand listeners, and we can't like only thirty nine of them participate. How about like all three thousand of you participate? Damn it. <laughs> John, dude, you have to... Um, I, I hope you have a good spreadsheet to tabulate all that, or I'll make a form that you can't, like, write true. in things. Yeah, and thanks to everyone for kind of, like, putting up with, like, the form problems that we had over the first few days. I kind of did that to make John's life easier doing this, so I think yeah, I'm, I'm going to prove it, it for next it was, it was very, It was very helpful. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you to make you one for Omakaze, too, next year. Up. Um... <laughs> Anyway, let's let's wrap this up now with the New Year's resolutions. There's your baby mic, so explain it. To All everybody. right. So, one of my favorite things that I remember like seeing, and I forget which magazine I used to see this in as a kid. It might have been like the WWF Mark magazine was like New Year's resolutions for wrestlers. And what I'm going to do because I've kind of set this up is I have a list of everyone on the Dragon Gate roster. And I've included GM Yagi, Mr. Nakagawa, and President Okamura on it. There's 39 people. Uh, Flamita's on the list because he's, like, the most notable gaijin, as is Jason Lee. So, what we're going to do is I have a good random number generator in my open on my window. And we're going to each do 10 each. And what I'm going to do is run it for the roster and then run it for which one of us has to give a resolution. It could be as serious or as silly as you want it to be, but just like a quick thing. And the, hmm? Yeah, and the important thing is that we don't get any advanced notice, so we just have to think on our feet and come for something. Right. So and I think we're going to do 10 each, and without any more stalling, here we go. The first... So nine people get nine people get fucked. Yeah, nine people get fucked. <laughs> It'd be so funny if it ends up that would be like someone like, oh, Yamato, but that's just how yeah. this is going to go. Well, I mean... We can, if we still have time, we can do it like rapid fire one each at the end. Yeah. No, I think it's funny to just have nine people get fucked. You're mean. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be Shingo and Shiba. Yeah, but I have resolutions for them too. Oh, of course you do. All right, let's go, Mike. All it. right, so the first person getting a resolution is number 20, which is Masaki Mochizuki. That's kind of fitting that he's leading off this thing. And it is. Okay. And it's me. So I okay. think I think I want Masaki Mochizuki to keep on trucking and have awesome Dreamgate matches for the entirety of 2018. <laughs> All right. 
All right, so that means that means Mochizuki is off the list now. So the next one is number thirty, which is which is Takashi Yoshida. My love, my love. <laughs> Shut up, man. John. <laughs> All right, so so Yoshida's resolution should be to figure out what illness he has that keeps having him spewing black fucking liquid out of his mouth. There you go. <laughs> All right. 27 is Shingo Takagi. <laughs> it's going to be Milo. Come on. Oh, my God. It is Milo. It's my- I am using a true random number generator. I'm not setting this up. Okay, Milo. Mm-hmm. What's your resolution for Shingo? Die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) All right, Mike, what do we got next? The next one is GM Yagi. Oh. And that is Milo. Um Don't say die for this one. I fucking love Yagi. I would never say that. How dare you? Um, for Yagi, I would say keep being a reasonable authority figure who doesn't let the dipshits get away with their bullshit. All right, all right. The next one is Rio Saito, and I drew me. I would like Rio Saito to reinvent the middle school student council in 2018. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite comedic moments in Dragon Gate history, and I would love it to happen again. All right. The next one is... The next one is Benkei. This should be a good one. And I got Benkei. Okay. All right, Benkei, um, you got your character down. You are a big, beefy man who has, who has really funny photos on Instagram. And you're really good at charisma. <laughs> but, dude, tie together your spots. Just, I- I'm ready for you to take the next step. I want Ben K to take his next step in 2018. And I think it's a pretty fair thing to ask for him. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right. All right. Next one is... Is Gamma. Okay. Milo. What, what does uh, this number generator have against me? It, it's a true number generator, John. I'm sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> um, get a divorce. You can do better than him. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Um, honestly, New Year's resolution for Dama would just be to keep be like keep doing what he does. You know, just uh, I think he found a good role now where he he's not necessarily like the most important guy and he's not necessarily like a really memorable part of any card, but I appreciate him always, you know, taking the time to tag with the young guys and against the young guys. So, you know, New Year's resolution for Gamma is, you know, continue to settle in that role and lead the youth. All right. Long, a lot more than I thought we'd get for Gamma. I respect it though. (laughs) I think that's purely respectable. All right, the next one is Sumu Yokosuka, and it's you, John. Sumu, your resolution should be to win the fucking Dream Gate. All right. Fine by me. I'm okay with that. 
Uh, the next one is Yuzushi Kanda, and it's also you, John. So you're, you you get the old Kanda Kanda's resolution should be to continue being awesome and continue and, pissing off fucking nerds. The end. And I'm certain he agreed with that. All right, the next one is KZ. Oh, sorry. Milo? I said let's have a drink to Kanda. Let's bury a body. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next one is KZ, and it's you again, John. KZ's resolution should be to... Become Brave Gate champion and have a great reign. Which is what I think is going to happen. All right. The next one is T Hawk. And it's Milo. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Rock me. T Hawk. What? (laughs) I said, T Hawk, you're new. To be oh. kill the king and take his place. <laughs> All right, John, you have UT. Um, UT's resolution should be not getting injured. <laughs> oh God, that's, that's morbid, good... but that's fair. All right, the next one is the next one is Mister is Mister Nakagawa. Oh God. I know what I would say. All right, and it's me. Okay. Mr. Nakagawa, uh, what's up with a mustache, bro? It's not a good look. Oh, thank you, Mike. It's either got to grow a good, bushy one like Burt Reynolds, or you don't have the mustache at all. Come on, homie. That mustache is Come on, homie. Which is really sad, because Nakagawa is such a pretty man. All right, the next one is Sachi Hoko Boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's Milo. Okay. Um, Shashi in 2018, your resolution should be to keep working hard and keep having fun matches, and hopefully you will finally get your decisive victory over Shingo. That truly is a feud that will never end. There you go. All right, the next one is Naruki Doi. John, please. I swear. Yes. Ah, is, I swear. Look, I, I'm using random.org. It is a true random no, generator. Right. Naoki Doi's resolution should be to win the fucking Dream Gate that he should have <laughs> had a long fucking time ago. Fair. You heard Fair. it here, folks. All right. Next one is L. Lindemann. Okay. John again. Lenda Man's resolution should be to somehow find a way to be an even bigger dipshit. Yes. <laughs> yes. It shouldn't be possible, but, he, but I trusted him. He's fueled by dipshit, isn't he? All right. Really? The next one is Shima. <laughs> it's going to be Milo. No, it's me. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Milo just wants to die again, right? Or retire. Or retire, bitch. One or the other. Uh, <laughs> Shima, retire, bitch. Uh, I would like for Shima to... Jeez. Uh, I would have... Two two months ago, I asked him to turn heel. But at this point, mm-hmm. I want Shima to find a role that he's still able to attract the part of the crowd that he attracts. 
and bring energy to the show, but at the same time not overshadow people. I think, Agreed. I think that's a pretty fair thing to say. It is. Also, bring in CCK, please. But anyways. <laughs> we've already had Mochizuki. All right. Kasumi Takashima. John. Oh, God. I mean, continue to develop. What else is there to say? Yeah, that's fair. Keep them short but sweet here. All right, Hio Watanabe. Watanabe. Uh-huh. I swear this thing is random. I got Hio. <laughs> I s- this is... G- <laughs> All right. It's, 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 it's air quotes random. Listen here, pal. I, I've used <laughs> the, th- the thing that I... That whenever we had to use random number generators in class, we were instructed to use this one because... Like, had- you realize we can't... We can't see your screen. You could just be fucking pausing and playing solitaire every time you say you're doing it. <laughs> Mama Spears did not raise a liar. So. <laughs> Hyo. The big cat. My small leopard son. Next year. Step up the card, please. Your father expects more of you. Wow, he's taking a tough but firm... Mm-hmm. Town here with his child. You can't also stop thinking with your dick. What? What? What did you stop say? Thinking with your dick. I I'm thinking with my dick. No, Dio. Oh, stop thinking with your penis. We we, we got told that that, that that was not true. So <laughs> we we got you know Big Daddy was mad at us, and we had to. We had to offer a retraction. I, I don't. Wait, who is who? Who's, who's big daddy was mad at us? Who do you think? Oh, that guy. I, just, I don't want to start more. Anyways, people. anyways, the next one is Kness, and it's Milos. I will always say if I got, I got, I had a source. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and I'd not be surprised. Have you seen him? Okay, whatever. What was the next one? Kness. You've got Kness. Okay, Kness in 2018. Since you've started on the build train with your new gear in 2018, please have yourself uh, a hot Gatling gear made because that's the best Kamen Rider build form. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but sure. It's it's really cool. It's black and orange, and it has wings. What's the current Kamen Rider now? Kamen Rider build. It's him. Oh, it's so Kamen Rider. It's the 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 gear that that Kness is wearing is based on Kamen Rider build's base form. Uh-huh. All right. Are you excited for cops? Are you excited for cops and robbers, Sentai? I'm so fucking ready for it. Although I will say that I'm probably like the high man on the current Sentai. I really, really love it. But I'm excited. Yeah. I never, I, I never watched past like the fi- first five episodes, but maybe I'll get around to it. All right. What's next? Next is Genki Horiguchi, and it's and he is also Milo's. Genki in 2018, don't change anything. You're perfect, baby. <laughs> All right, I got Kaido Ishida, and for mm-hmm. and for 2018, uh, I know that you're the hard ass Kaido Ishida, but you need the what now? That's what that's what like his nickname is. It's on his tie. It's hard ass. Yeah, in, in his dreams, maybe. I mean, <laughs> actually, that's a good one. 2018, actually, become a hard ass. Like, do something, Kaito. Do something. 
All right. The next one, oh, we've already got Susumu. We're getting to the point where, okay, Shun Skywalker. Okay. John. Change that fucking gear! <laughs> anyway. All right, Katoka. John, this is your last one, Katoka. Um, I first of all continue continue shining. Um, keep on keeping on. I love you, baby. You're doing us all proud. All right, so John is now out of it. He, they have done their. How many do you? How many? How many do you guys have left? Milo has three, and I have four. Wow, how the fuck did that happen? Really? I was like not getting any. You had a string. Yeah, you had a street. Okay. All right, whatever. All right, the ones we have left, just to say, are Big R Shimizu. B- no, I don't want to know. I don't want to. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, okay. don't do that. Don't take too long. Just, just hit the button. All right, the next one is Flamita. Okay. Milo. <sighs> Flamita, mi amor. Mi hijo. You don't need to have a Brave Gear challenge every time you come back. <laughs> Just enjoy the flow of things, you know? <laughs> I, no, I really, Flamita, you know, you know I love you. But come on. Okay. The next one is Big Arshimizu. And it's also Milo. Um, all right. Um, keep kicking ass, Big R. Keep. Showing everyone who ever made fun of you that you're the fucking man and you are where it's at for the future of Dragon Gate. And um, take care of your unit, please. Not a third one in a row, okay? Harsh but fair. Harsh but fair. Alright, I got Kagatora. And for Kagatora... For Kagatora, I want Kagatora to find a good unit where he could be a strong number two because he's really, like, he had such a good breakgate reign and I know that, like, I think he's finally under contract now. He, I know he wasn't for a long time, but I would love to see whatever new, whatever units come out of the beginning of 2018, I would like to see Kagatora being at the forefront. Alright. I think that's I, that that might be a little aspirational, but I'd love to see that. All right. No, Don, I agree. Don, I that. Don Fuji's next. Milo, this is your last one. Oh, wow. Oh, is this my last one? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Don Fuji in 2018. Um, well, you are the man of the hour. The man with the power. So. Too sweet to be sour. Keep going. No, I, oh my god, John, we don't have time. We don't have time for this. Um, don't forget that even with all these young up-and-comers, they may be the young and beautiful elite, but you are still the number one in the housewife's heart. And that gives you an unlimited amount of power. Don Fuji, you are the most powerful person on planet Earth. Use that power wisely. I think we need to record that to a cassette tape because I believe Don Fuji's car still has cassette tapes or he still has a cassette tape <laughs> Walkman and have that be like his positive affirmations that just go in his head every day. 
All right, so I have three left. So I'm just going to run the generator and see which ones I get for this. All right, Masato Yoshino. Uh, I would love it for you to have a great series of matches with you and your husband against T-Hawk and Ada. I think that'd be really cool. Nice. And I don't Doi, think Doi, Doi can't be this is Yoshino the can't Yoshino can't be Doi's husband. He's Doi is my husband. Listen, do you know how many husbands I have? <laughs> Anything is possible. Okay, my next one is BB Hulk, and uh, please be no, please be nice to him. <laughs> you do very cool merch designs. Continue that. Okay, thank God. <laughs> also develop some fucking chemistry with another wrestler other than Shingo Takagi and y- Yamato. Please. Please. I like Hulk and Mochi. Hulk and Mochi aren't bad. Alright, and the last one is Dragon Kid. Heal well. Yep. Come back soon. Yeah, right. better soon. Alright. Get and- the fuck away see you. Yeah. Well, I think that that's going to happen regardless of him getting better or not. All right. So the ones who did not get resolutions in 2018 are Brother Yashi, Ada, <laughs> Mondai Ryu, Punch Tomonaga, Shun Skywalker, Yamato, Yosuke Santa Maria, Yuki Yoshioka, and President Okamura and Jason Lee. I really that's want kind of, Ada to have Well, can't always get what we want. I want to. I want to go to bed, for instance, and I has <laughs> half a free. Oh a my while. god! Okay, John. <laughs> I have to edit the show still. Takes a long time. Well, you don't have to do it right now. You can do it tomorrow. Got to go up tomorrow morning. Well, no, it doesn't. I I I feel like it does. No. Yeah, because otherwise it's gonna be the same day as the fucking flagship. Yeah, it's more important than the flagship anyway. So. Wow. <laughs> You're lucky Joan Rich probably never listens to the show. Well, I mean, any podcast that doesn't talk about WWE is automatically superior. Uh, well, that is definitely true. Oh, I, lo- did, I You probably haven't listened to the new Omikaze yet, but at one point, J.R. Goldberg just says, like, WWE can't book their way out of a paper bag. And I'm just like, yeah, that's fair. these days. And I'm like, yeah, that's very true. But I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to listen to that show anyway. It's okay. I know. I think I know why. Um, so, but anyway, uh, we had one question come to us this week or this episode. Oh, oh yeah, I totally forgot about the one question. It, <laughs> it comes from EX Penalty Kick. So, thank you for your question and thank you for voting in the Omakaze Awards. We appreciate it. Do you think Pac yep. comes back home to Dragon Gate in 2018? Nope. Nah. I really, really, I really fucking wish I was able to say yes. But it's gonna be. He's gonna go back to WWE. He's gonna go to New Japan. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of feeling the same way too. What is his, what is his status right now? Because I, I t- totally did not he, follow on that story. He said, he said, "Bye, bitches," and walked out, and that's the last we've heard. He's still under really? contract, though. He's, He's still under contract. contract. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, we saw they, what, what they did with that Rey Mysterio bullshit. It's like, like, yeah, we didn't get your services, so we're rolling over your contract to be assholes. So. Because their their contracts, by the way, are super fucking illegal. Yep. If they were, if they ever got really challenged in court, they would like they they lose in half a second. Are they Although like, actually? Are, well, are they like K-pop contracts? 
Well, no, no. The problem is that they're 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 fucking independent contractors. But you you can't fucking tell an independent contractor that they're only allowed to work for you. Yeah. The entire point of them being an independent contractor is that they they can work where the fuck they want. So mm. I don't know. It's really stupid. But but you know, then again, it, it is America, and you know, who they could just get like a Donald Trump judge or something, and just be like, oh, the corporation says it. Yeah, it's true then. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. in regards to you know the Neville thing. If I worked anywhere and somebody told me that I would have to lie down for Enzo Amore several times <laughs> in a row, I would probably walk out to. I mean, not probably. I would definitely walk out to both that person and Enzo in the balls. <laughs> that tweet from Rich where they, they sent him a, uh, a, a, a an email. W Network's like, oh, get the lowdown straight from Enzo Amore tonight on WWE Network with the Enzo interview. And Rich was like, you couldn't pay me. <laughs> like, indeed, I. There really isn't anyone. I think I'd I'd rather watch less than Enzo Amore. I'm trying to think of who the fuck. Like it's really almost nobody. Just everything. Everything I hate about WWE in one package. It's like he can't fucking. He's, he can't, he's just fucking terrible. He can't fucking work for shit. He's so fucking annoying. He's a shitty he's like human. A fucking, fucking catchphrase machine. It's just oh, everything he's I hate a about shitty that shitty fucking human. Yeah, and like. I don't know. Just, and he's ugly as sin. He really is. Like he hurts to that, that makes me want to go straight when I look at him. Like I'm not gonna. Jesus. I'm not. I'm not. Like people are like, oh, what can you say? You're probably ugly too. First of all, yes. But also, Enzo is literally just painful to look yeah, at. Can I? Can I just say, Milo, you are a hundred times more attractive than Enzo Amore. Thank, Thank you. you. That means a lot. <laughs> also, Enzo um, has the shittiest tattoos known to man. Oh God, that's fucking true. Yeah, but but look, they 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 put that fucking Enzo Amore versus was it Kalisto main event uh, with Nia Jax's referee. Uh, it's like the main event of these fucking two hundred five live house shows, and they had to they had to cancel one of them because no one went there, and they had to add Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt to the rest of them to get anyone to go, because you know definitely under two hundred five Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And, so and you know yeah. the venues that and, they still have tickets at. They aren't big venues. They're like eleven hundred yeah. seats. Like they can't they can't sell eleven hundred seats with Enzo Mori on top. Yeah. Uh, so just to give you like a frame of reference. There are like Jim Crockett territory like tribute shows that happen in my area like once a month. They draw eleven hundred people. And the Ring of Honor can beat them. Yeah, I mean Dragon Gate USA could probably fill out those venues back when Dragon Gate USA was Dude. good. <laughs> New Japan got two thousand people to to go to Tokyo mm-hmm. <laughs> for see Wrestle Kingdom, and WWE can't get eleven hundred in America. It's just yeah. like just speaking of, about foreigners here. I mean, right? So there, you, there you go. And I think but, the last Enzo, oh, sorry. I was gonna say fuck Enzo Amore. He fucking sucks. Yep. Uh, but the last thing probably before we go, there's a Corkin on the sixteenth. It's mm-hmm. the first one of the year. Uh, I think that probably the new heel unit will be named beforehand, either in Kyoto or uh, Osaka. But if not, they'll get probably named by then. They're not going to go nameless for long. Uh, the card is, it looks okay, to be quite honest. I don't know if either of y'all have I seen mean, it. There's 
like I said earlier, there's like one match on that card that's actually going to matter, I think, and that's Mochizuki and Susumu versus Keizy and Yamato. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Uh, the main event looks like a lot of fun. It's T-Hawk, Ada, and L. Lindemann versus Doi, Yoshino, and Shimizu. And that's... Okay, so... Hmm? Sorry? I, I understand why they're doing this match. Because mm-hmm. they're probably going to set up, a, like, a Speed Muscle versus TNE. But they better not... And they better not do the fucking 2017 stalling on Yon Verzerd versus Yon Maximum. Oh, I'm with you. I am not for this, bitch. I mean... There is is fucking money in that feud, and you know it. Oh, totally. I think that that's the feud they should build on in 2018. Uh, The other other match of note is the uh, debut of Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, and Bandito in Corkin. There is what they call a special international tag team match between Scarlet and Graves and Flamita and Bandita. Okay, so... Okay, so, Mike... Yes? Can you recommend me Scarlet and Graves matches to watch, or should I go in blind? Uh, to be quite honest... I've never seen them. I I think I probably saw a gif of Desmond Xavier doing something really dumb, because apparently that's what he does. Which I appreciate. Um, let let it be said. Yeah. But yeah, should I go in blind or should I watch some of their matches beforehand? Uh, you know, just for appreciation's sake, go in blind. You know, let let okay. them surprise you. You know, I think that's always fun. Not not knowing what to expect and someone does something crazy. So, but yeah, that's going to be on the sixteenth. And you're going to that show, Milo, right? I am definitely going to try. Yes. Awesome. All right. So with that said, we'll wrap it up here. This is our second year anniversary, folks. Wow. How about yep. that? We've been doing this shit forever now. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how much longer it goes on for. I'm kidding. I'll probably go you on. Just, you, don't see, you don't sound very enthusiastic. Uh, Dragon Gate 2018 better be better than 2017. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> But um, I'll probably be on be on. I forever. believe. Yeah. All right. So with that said, everybody, thank you for listening. If you're if you're kept up with us through all the shit of Dragon Games twenty or first half of twenty seventeen, especially, and all of our complaining and our Twitter feuds and everything, you know, mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate it. I'm sure my co-hosts appreciate it, and we'll be back. I mean, it is twenty eighteen, but we'll be here all year long. You know, we'll do another episode, I'm sure, after the next Corican. But until then, everybody, see you next time. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.